Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. My name is Lisa Bayer, and I'll be your host. Today's guest is Krista Neer. Krista is the CEO of Bootcamp Digital, and she is also a best-selling author of several books. In this episode, Krista and I take a deep dive on the subject of visual social media marketing. Krista shares all of her best tips and tricks on how to use visuals and social, and then some. I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I did talking to Krista. Okay, hi and welcome. We are talking about visual social media this week and I have a very special guest. Her name is Krista Neer and Krista is actually the author of one of the books that is required reading and also um, another book, Visual Social Media Marketing for Dummies, which is right behind me. Hi, Krista. Hi. Welcome. So, um, no problem. I gave you a little bit of an intro, but tell us a little bit more about um, your agency and some of the cool stuff that you do related to visual social media and training. Sure. So um, my company is Bootcamp Digital. We specialize in social media training and education. So I mostly spend my time helping businesses figure out how to use social media to continue to grow. Um, I've been doing this since, gosh, 2007. Um, and the way I got into it, I started off working at Procter and Gamble. So I have sort of big company experience. I had left to run marketing for an internet startup and we were one of the first companies using social media to grow our business. So I was fortunate I got in at the right time and I've been doing this stuff ever since. Awesome. So we've been on a bunch of panels together at different conferences, and one of the trends that's become very popular that you focused your book on is um, visuals and visual social media marketing. So, Krista, why are visuals so important when it comes to social media? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when I first started thinking about it was, you know, I've been doing social media for a long time, right? And you see things that I would call, I don't even know, like, hacks or tricks, right? So it started off with people saying, hey, if your Facebook posts are photos, you'll get more views. And that's like a hack, right? I mean, it's just like a stupid trick. It might stop working tomorrow. Who the hell knows, right? You're not going to build a strategy around that. So I started noticing like a lot of the hacks around social media were about images. And that was when I was like, well, you know, I wonder if this is a bigger trend and what's going on. And what's interesting is if you step back and think about like where we've come in social media and everything, Um, people are overwhelmed on social networks now, you know, forget businesses, businesses need to get in front of people. People have too much going on. And, you know, the thing that makes social media challenging, I think for businesses is that in advertising, they're only competing against other boring advertisers. Um, I mean, or other awesome advertisers, whatever, right? But you're competing against other ads. On social media, you're competing against cute pictures of my friend's babies and everyone and their brother doing the ice bucket challenge and, you know, whatever else. So it's harder to break out. And as you look at those things together, it's harder to get seen. It's more competitive. And people are pressed for time. It makes sense that images do well. Um, our brains actually process images 60,000 times faster than text. So I think that's why images will cont- and videos really uh, will continue to play a role is because they serve an actual purpose in helping people to get information faster. Right. Okay. And um, for the students in our class, so they're looking at social media management and they're relating it to public relations and getting more visibility and um, getting their news out there. So it seems like it's just a natural visuals with getting more visibility. 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? If you want me to read a press release about something, first of all, no offense, but I think they're written in a boring way. Um, they're not super user-friendly. And it takes a lot of time for me to sit and actually digest it. If you had an image with a really compelling quote, I might be more likely to click on that and then actually read your underlying content as well. Um, and I think infographics are another great example. I was working with a uh, political candidate and one of the issues she was trying to share her position on was like somewhat complicated. And the only stuff on her website about this issue was a five page Word document. Who the hell wants to read that? And who would share that, right? That's the thing. It's like, first of all, I don't even want to read that, but if I care enough, maybe I will. But I certainly wouldn't share that on Facebook. And even if I did, my Facebook friends are marginally interested, right? Instead, they made like four really cute small infographics it made it easy for other people to do their work for them, right? So your hardcore advocates, they'll read your long, boring, your long, amazing press release, um, but they'll read whatever you put out, but it's not very inherently shareable. And I think visual content is much more shareable to even help your advocates to talk about you. Or, you know, if I'm writing a story about you, if you've already given me a pinnable picture that I can use in a Facebook update, awesome, less work for me. Exactly. And I think, Krista, we're both on the same page. Um, social media and visual social media has really transitioned the way we report our news and press releases are being um, evolved along the, the lines of, of visual and social. So when it comes to, to visual social media, what are some do's and don'ts that you can share for brands and for the future social media managers that are watching this? So I think the biggest thing that matters is to create what I call pinnable images. And a pinnable image is an image that by itself tells your story, right? So if I don't actually take the time to click, I can get what the content is going to be about. And most of the businesses that are doing a lot of analytics on their Facebook that I interviewed when I wrote my book had said that the more directly related their image was to the underlying content, the more likely it was to drive clicks, right? And that makes sense because you know what you're clicking on, right? So it's like we used to think of the status update text on Facebook as the main thing that would drive someone to click. Now it's the picture. So I think the biggest thing is making sure your images are pinnable, right? So if I'm writing a story about myself, let's say, you know, standard practice would be to have a headshot. Well, that's fine, but that's like a boring picture and it's not a pinnable picture. So I might want to create something where maybe it's a picture of me standing with a quote beside me or you know the kinds of pictures you would make for Facebook posts. So I think the biggest do is to think about pictures that way. The biggest don't is use like cheesy stock photography. I think people are so insanely turned off by that now that we really need to start moving away from it. So stock photography, just to define it, is photography that you would buy through a source and it's very generic and um, usually you see the same pictures over and over again used on different corporate brochures. Yeah, and I mean, some of them are interesting and fun. Like if you can find a dog doing something funny or I have one with like a baby dressed as a grown-up crying, that's a, that's a good picture because it's like interesting. But average photos, like corporate-y stuff, that just does not work so well anymore. Um, and I think also, just to build on that for a second, user-generated stuff works insanely well. There's so many studies about the power of user-generated photos. So a user-generated photo would be a picture that looks like it was taken with Instagram or on a phone. It's not professional quality. 
And, you know, even if you look at Facebook pages of like Starbucks, I mean, Starbucks could probably spend any quantity of money on any type of photography they want. And most of the pictures on their Facebook page look like they were taken with iPhone or with an iPhone using Instagram. So even big brands who can spend money are using this kind of stuff because they think it's resonating better. Okay, awesome. So um, we're going to wrap up this part one, but just one more question, and that would be, so do you have any tools that you would recommend for social media management when it comes to visuals, some must-have tools? Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of PictoChart. It's P-I-K-T-O-C-H-A-R-T. It is completely amazing. Um, I make all sorts of stuff in it, and Actually, I wanted to change the header on our website, and I did. I'm creating our website graphics using this tool. That's how much I love it. I make everything in it. Um, it's real easy to use. But the other thing I find for just quick visuals is using PowerPoint, um, which sounds like stupid or whatever, but if you create a slide in PowerPoint, um, you can either create like a branded quote, you could do a quote with a picture in the background, you know, anything like that, create it as a PowerPoint slide, press export as JPEG, and now you have a custom image to go along with your blog post without having to use Photoshop. Awesome tips, Krista. Okay, so we're going to take a wrap on part one. I'm going to go check my Instagram, go have a snack, go get a drink or something, and then we'll be back for part two. Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to get a free chapter of Social PR Secrets, go to socialprsecrets.com slash free.